Good morning. I'm Jeremy Melanson, and this is the NBA Daily Recap Podcast. We are part of the Pulse Podcast Network. We have shows across the network ranging from NFL to NBA, as well as WWE, fantasy sports, and pop culture pods. That's PulsePodcastNetwork.com. Have you been searching for the best ticket deals around? Well, look no further. With TickFlix, the price you see is the price you pay. And TickFlix just happens to have over $6 billion in ticket inventory just waiting for you. They absolutely mean it when they say every ticket, every venue, everywhere. And you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TickFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want, and bam, it's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts, and more with TickFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TickFlix. That's TickFlix.com. T-I-X-D-L-I-T-Z.com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, after a long day off, you know, it was pretty short, honestly, uh, it was a little bit in need. I do apologize if you really, really wanted a podcast yesterday. Uh, I don't think there's anybody out there that wanted it that badly. Um, I just figured I'd take all the Saturday night's events and I'd put it into today's podcast as well as recapping the All-Star game. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been over 30 days. I'm not even sure how many now since I started the podcast and I've been doing it every single day. So, I just thought I'd take a day off. You know, even the Beatles got one day off a month, so I thought it would be all right to kind of try to recharge the batteries a little bit. All right, so let's get into the recaps. Um, first thing I'm going to start off with were the Naismith Hall of Fame finalists were announced. Now, these aren't at, uh, the Hall of Fame inductees. These are just finalists, so they're going to have to go through this list and then choose. Uh, I don't even know how many of these guys will actually make the cut, but anyway, just to become a finalist, I'm sure, is... Uh, quite an honor, so uh, we'll just name these guys off quickly. The Consensus National Collegiate Player of the Year, Marquise Johnson, Marquise Johnson, uh, seven-time NBA All-Star Jack Sigma, four-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year, Ben Wallace, and five-time NBA All-Star Paul Westfall. Those four were all first-time finalists. Now, other finalists who are up for their second or more um, chance to get in, uh, previous finalists are the all-time winningest high school coach, Lita Andrews, 28-year NBA referee, Hugh Evans, two-time NBA coach of the year, Bill Fitch, eight-time NBA all-defensive first-team member, Bobby Jones, and five-time NBA all-star, Sidney Moncrief, as well as five-time Division II national coach of the year, Barbara Stevens, and four-time national coach of the year, Eddie Sutton. Also, five-time WNBA All-Star Teresa Weatherspoon and five-time NBA All-Star Chris Weber. So congratulations to all those people and uh, best of luck trying to get into the hall. Um, all right, so we'll go back to uh, Saturday night's events and uh, we'll recap the skills challenge. First thing, uh, first one that went down for first round, I guess, uh, they put um, Nikola Jokic up against Nikola Vucevic. Uh, head-to-head, uh, -head, and uh, it was close, but Jokic made his three at the end to finish it over Vooch. And then after that, uh, Jason Tatum beat Mike Conley. And then after that, Trey Young beat De'Aaron Fox with a deep three-pointer. Uh, and then to, to 
close out the final round, Luka Doncic beat out Kyle Kuzma. In the semifinals, Jason Tatum beat out Nikola Jokic, and Trey Young beat out Luka. In the finals, it was Tatum versus Young, and Tatum hit a half-court bomb to come from behind and beat Trey Young in the finals. Taco Bell Skills Challenge winner is Jason Tatum. Alright, next we'll look at the three-point shootout. I don't know who the sponsor was for that one. They're not sponsoring me, so it doesn't matter. Uh, before they went ahead with the uh, actual three-point shootout, they kind of had like a celebrity kind of uh, three-point shootout. It was more actually, I don't know, consider them celebrities, more of like NBA legends slash celebrities. Uh, so they brought out Del Curry, Mark Price, Ray Allen, and Glenn Rice to shoot three-pointers for charity. Uh, these four guys were all... They're all four of the greatest shooters in the history of the game. Now, the game's changed a lot, and they don't shoot... Uh, they never used to shoot as many threes. So the record books kind of look at the guys nowadays as being uh, maybe better shooters in a way because uh, they've made more three-pointers in their careers. But these guys, these four guys could just flat out shoot it just as well as any of them. I don't care. All right. Now, the actual um, three-point shootout. Let's see. Joe Harris went first. And, um, you know, perhaps I should have been a little bit more bold in my predictions. Uh, if you listen to the uh, recap uh, from the Celebrity Game and the Rising Stars Game, the Friday night's events, I also previewed the Saturday events. And uh, I took Joe Harris as my dark horse pick to win it all. But I should have been a little bit more bold about that. I just kind of threw it out there. And he was the only prediction I made. But, oh, Joe Harris just has that kind of shot that it it looks like it's perfect for the three-point shootout. Just effortless. Uh, he, just, you, he barely has to uh, move his body, you know, when he shoots it. He's just, just very quick and easy release. He, like, a, like a nice Clay Thompson type kind of a set shot. And uh, very easy to shoot. And perfect for this competition. When you're a jump shooter, you know, it takes more effort to and energy to get all those shots in, plus the amount of time and, and whatnot. But anyway, Joe Harris went first, and uh, he hit 25 in the first round. Started off very well. Kemba Walker went next and hit 15. Chris Middleton hit 9. Seth Curry hit 16. Dame Lillard hit 17. Buddy Heald hit 26. Danny Green hit 23. Dirk Nowitzki hit 17. And then Steph came out and put up a high for the round, 27, followed by Devin Booker, who shot 23. So to recap, in the finals, we had Joe Harris with 25, Buddy Heald with 26, and Steph with 27. Joe Harris went first again in the finals, and he hit nine in a row and was good for 26 in that one, one higher than his first round. Buddy Heald didn't do quite as well as his first round. He shot just 19, and that eliminated him. And then Steph came out last, and he started out by making his first 10 straight shots. But, I don't know, he just kind of seemed to hit the wall, uh, maybe got a little bit tired, and then he tried to regain his rhythm, but he couldn't do it. Uh, Joe Harris took the victory in this one. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Did you know that you could be using this spot to advertise your company or business? Well, I've done the research, and PodcastInsights.com report that podcast listeners are loyal, affluent, and mostly college-educated, but most importantly, are five times more likely to interact with the ad they hear on their favorite podcast than an ad from any other medium. If you would like to advertise your company or brand with our network, it's simple. All you have to do is send an email to marketing at PulsePodcastNetwork.com. I'll say it one more time marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com and we hope to hear from you soon all right next we're gonna have a look at the slam dunk contest uh john collins was the first dunker of the night 
And on his first attempt, he came in from the left side of the hoop. He grabbed the side of the backboard uh, with his full hand. And then he ducked under the rim and threw it down on the other side. Uh, it was quite, you know, it was a good dunk. Um, it was just one of those dunks that it looked a lot better on replay than it did the first time. And, you know, when you're the first one out of the gates and, and the fans are in it, you know, you really got to do something to, to set set the uh, set the, the world on fire, basically. Um, and, and, you know, save those those technical, good technical dunks for your second round. But John Collins, you know, he kind of went the other way around. And he didn't do very good on that first one. On his second dunk, um, this one was pretty weird, honestly. He he brought out a replica of the Wright Brothers airplane. Yeah, if you didn't see it, you must think this sounds extremely weird. He also brought out a bunch of random dudes to stand around it. Um, he brought out a scarf and some goggles and one of those, you know, like pilot bomber, you know, headgear things that they wear uh, with the straps on the side, you know, and... Uh, then about five minutes later, he got everything ready, uh, and then he ditched the d- goggles because he couldn't see his shit worth shit, <laughs> and uh, he messed around with his scarf for about ten minutes because that was getting in the way, and then he finally took off. Uh, his legs clipped the airplane he was trying to jump over and half destroyed it. Uh, the dunk was basic and boring, uh, and his two dunks got him a 40, and then the second one got him a 42, and I think he might have got some pity points on that second one. Miles Bridges uh, from the Charlotte Hornets. He missed his first dunk attempt, or actually his first four or five dunk attempts, so his night was completely shot. Uh, his second dunk was great, though. He he brought out the uh, Larry Johnson jersey, uh, the old grandmama, Charlotte Hornets number two, and he had the ball thrown off the side of the backboard by teammate Kemba Walker, and he did a 360 tomahawk jam, and it was, it was impressive. His first dunk only got him a 33, uh, but his second one got him a 50. Dennis Smith Jr. was up... Uh, his first dunk was a missed alley-oop, 360 kind of half windmill. Um, yeah, he threw himself an alley-oop, and, and he was trying to 360 with like, uh, yeah, it was like kind of a half windmill. But uh, I don't know, if he had made the first one, he probably would have got a 50. But he took about a half a dozen tries and to get it. And he did, he did finish it, but it wasn't you know quite nearly as impressive after you watched him do it six times, or at least try six times. Um, on his second dunk, he brought out rapper J. Cole. And he set him in a chair, and he also put J. Cole's high school uh, jersey on, his high school basketball jersey. Uh, yeah, he set him in a chair, and he had him throw the alley-oop from, while he was sitting. Um, Smith spread his legs wide. He caught the ball with one hand uh, for the type of dunk that really it looks great when a small guy does it. Um, if John Collins had done it, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as impressive, honestly. Um, but that's kind of the advantage of being the smaller guy in these types of contests. But... Uh, yeah, he made the dunk, and, 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 uh, and it was all right. Uh, Jay Cole actually got up out of the chair. He grabbed the ball for the rebound, and then he tried to dunk it himself. Like, it was totally random. If he, he, he missed the dunk, but if he had made it, like, the place would have just gone nuts. Like, it would have been equally as impressive as anything that these guys did in the dunk contest. Uh, for Smith Jr., he got a 45 on his first one after, I said, half a dozen attempts. And on his second dunk, they gave him a 50. Next participant, Hamadou Diallo. A name that uh, not very many people would have known before the dunk contest, but I bet you there's a bunch of kids trying to say his name now. Uh, Diallo brought out Russell Westbrook for his first dunk, and uh, Russ threw it off the side of the backboard for him, and uh, like off the you know like the uh, the padding. And uh, Diallo caught that and threw down a left-handed windmill dunk with his head right at the rim, 
and uh, he's a righty. It was his offhand. Uh, it was it was pretty impressive, um, and he got a forty eight for that one. On his second dunk, uh, he brought out well. This took on he did, man. He he was there for like ten minutes, and he was he brought out a rack of ba- basketballs, and then he got a microphone. He was like, "No, this isn't this isn't good enough. This isn't high enough. I need the tallest person in the building." Then they put the cameras on Bill Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> it's like, come on. But anyway, he brought Shaq out, who would have been probably the next tallest guy in the building after Kareem. Um, so finally, like after 10 minutes, he brought Shaq out. And then he ripped his jersey like Hulkamania. And he had a, a Superman shirt underneath. Um, Diallo had Shaq just standing under the hoop back too. Uh, and he took flight. Honestly, this was the dunk of the night. He came running in from behind and jumped over Shaq. He put his whole arm into the rim, up to his elbow. The honey dip dunk that Vince Carter introduced to the dunk contest 19 years ago, uh, and then he hung off the, hung off his elbow in the rim, and uh, you know held the shirt open to show the Superman thing. He got a 50 for that second one. Uh, so after the first round, uh, Hamadou Diallo had a 98, Dennis Smith Jr. a 95, and Miles Bridges and John Collins who were eliminated. Bridges had 83, and Collins had 82. And I think Collins had some things in his bags of tricks, honestly. Like, I think he had some stuff up his sleeve, but he wasted his time with that friggin' airplane dunk. Oh, my God, that was that was terrible. All right. Uh, in the finals, Dennis Smith Jr. went first. He attempted a 360 under the leg five straight times, uh, and then he gave up and threw himself an alley-oop. He just tried to throw one of those... Uh, like from way, he went, came out from super deep and he threw it super high, you know, so he just came into one hand it from like way, way, way out, but he missed that too. Um, they gave him a 35 for that. Uh, Hamadou Diallo came up next. He threw a self alley-oop and, uh, and this was the thing, like he got, he, this was his second attempt. The first time he just threw a pass and then he tried it again. Like that, that makes a big difference. If you try the same dunk five, six times in a row, like people get bored, bored, you know? So Diallo threw it and, uh, Really, all he did in this one was he jumped up and he, and he put his eyes like as close to the rim as he possibly could. And then he reached over, grabbed the ball with his right hand, and threw down a really hard one-hand dunk. They gave him a 43 for that one. And then the Smith Jr. show kept going. Uh, he come in, Dennis came in for his last dunk, and uh, he brought out Steph Curry. And he also brought out Dwayne Wade. Wade stood under the hoop. Um, and back two. Uh, so, like, I... I uh, Smith was going to jump over him, and Steph was throwing the pass, standing off to the side. And then this went on for about six or seven attempts. And then finally, he just put both hands on Wade's shoulders and used him like a hurdle, you know, to, to, to get over him. Uh, it wasn't very good, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, it took forever to do it. And then, like I said, he, he put both hands on Wade's shoulders. Like, he used Wade to get up over top of him. When Diallo cleared Shaq, he didn't do that. He, he had one hand out to the back of Shaq's hand, head just to make sure he didn't really hit him. But, I mean, Smith Jr. used him like a hurt, like a, not a, like a box spring or something, you know? Uh, anyway, the judges actually gave him a 50 for this one. It was He just kind of one hand, like he grabbed the ball and just one hand dunked it. Um, it, it wasn't impressive at all, but they gave him a 50, I think, just to make the contest close so that uh, Diallo would have to come out and do something, you know? Uh, which was probably good on him. Uh, Diallo needed a 43, um, so he brought out Quavo and uh, had him hold the ball on his head, standing, you know, uh, facing the rim, 
Uh, Diallo came in from the side, kind of, and jumped over his head, grabbed the ball with two hands, and did kind of a two-hand cradle dunk. Uh, he got a 45 for that one, and he took the dunk contest 88-85. Hamadou Diallo. All right. And last night was the NBA All-Star Game, the main event of the weekend. Um, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. You know, I, I watched the first quarter of this, but I can't do it. It's just... I've seen so many of these games and so many of these weekends, like, you know, I'm getting a little older. I've been watching this thing for 20 years and I've seen some good ones, but I've also seen so many bad ones that, uh, I don't know, just don't find it that interesting. Uh, team LeBron came back from down 20 to get the victory over team Giannis, 178-164. And it's just, as you can imagine, you know, there were lots of dunks, lots of three pointers, lots of highlights and not much defense. Uh, Giannis had some nice dunks including an alley-oop, uh, Steph Curry threw him. He bounced off the floor and over the head of KD, who was trying, you know, reached to try to get it. Uh, Giannis grabbed that and threw it down with one hand. Paul George had a nice reverse 360 dunk. Uh, really, uh, this, like, Statue of Liberty. Uh, you know, nice, perfect motion. Um, LeBron threw down a jam off the glass from D. Wade that we all saw coming about as soon as they announced D. Wade was going to be an all-star. Uh, you kind of figured this one was coming. Uh, Dirk checked in late in the first to a nice ovation, and then he came in and he drained some really deep three-pointers. Uh, the first one was fairly deep. The second one was, like, really deep. <laughs> uh, Jokic had a really funny play. Him and LeBron were going for a rebound, and as he grabbed the rebound, LeBron fell out of bounds. With both feet out of bounds, LeBron, uh, Jokic just kind of passed the ball to LeBron. You know, So LeBron was just standing out of bounds holding the ball. It was, it was a classic Joker move. Um, Steph Curry had a, a couple nice ones. He hooked uh, Clay Thompson in for a foul on a four-point play, drew that on his teammate, and then as the uh, the game closed out, Steph was coming down on a, a fast break looking to throw an alley-oop, but when nobody stepped up to take it, he bounced the ball off the floor to himself and then reverse dunked. Pretty good for Steph. He also had a 360 uh, dunk like that in warm-ups that he did too. It was pretty impressive as far as Steph Curry's hops go. Uh, Kevin Durant took home the MVP for this one. And uh, we'll bring up the box, sport, box score, you know. Just that's how we do. Uh, Kawhi Leonard for Team LeBron had 19 points and 5 rebounds. He was also a team low minus 13 in this one. Uh, LeBron, the captain, had 19 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists with a couple of blocks as well. Uh, Kevin Durant had 31 points and 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 blocks, and a steal. James Harden had 12 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. Kyrie Irving had 13 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 assists. Damian Lillard had 18 points with six, uh, shit, was six rebounds and five assists. Clay Thompson had 20 points, eight and four. Bradley Beal had 11 points. Lamarcus Aldridge had just two points with four rebounds. Anthony Davis had five points. Um, Lamarcus Aldridge just played 10 minutes. Uh, Anthony Davis played under five minutes. You almost think he could have given a spot to somebody else. He's turning into a bit of a guy. This one. Uh, Dwayne Wade had 7 points in his 10 minutes, Carl Anthony Towns had 11, and Ben Simmons had 10, 6, and 7 assists. Alright, let's look at the Giannis side of the game. Paul George had 20 points for Team Giannis. The captain Giannis Antetokounmpo himself had 38 points, 11 rebounds, and 5 assists with a steal. Um, Giannis had a lot of dunks in this game. He, um... Jesus, Paul George was a minus 22. <laughs> uh, Giannis has, yeah, he was throwing down a lot of dunks, especially early in the game, but like he wasn't like intentionally trying harder than everybody else. Just nobody was playing defense. Um, 
Joel Embiid had 10 points and 12 boards. Steph Curry had 17, 9 boards, 7 assists. Kemba Walker had just 4 points, but also 8 assists. Kyle Lowry had 3, 3, and 3. Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic, 6 points and 9 boards. Chris Middleton had 20 points with 5 rebounds, 4 assists. Russell Westbrook had 17 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, and he finished a minus 19. Blake Griffin had 10 and 6. D'Angelo Russell had 6 and 3 assists. Nikola, Nikola Vucevic had 4 points, 5 boards, 2 assists. And Dirk Nowitzki had 9. Connecting on all 3 of his 3-pointers. And that's going to do it for our All-Star Game wrap-up. Um... I hope that uh, this satisfies your cravings. <laughs> um, it wasn't easy for me to do. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, the NBA will be back. Thursday night uh, will be our first taste of action after the All-Star break. So uh, Thursday morning, I could definitely foresee a podcast uh, to preview those games at least. Um, and in the meantime, you know, if, if there's some big news that comes up or something that needs to be covered, uh, rest assured that I will be on top of that. I don't have any specific plans for shows right now, um, but I'll, I'm going to start thinking about it, and, and we'll see what comes up. Maybe I could bring a nice guest in uh, just to kind of uh, talk ball, talk hoops. Uh, I think that would be great. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Shout-outs to the Pulse Podcast Network, and have a great day.